Time for rolling. Hey, and welcome back to episode four of a Time for Rolling Esports. Uh, I'd like to quickly thank all the listeners that have been supporting us since the start of this project, uh, especially all of those that have come over from the original Time for Rolling podcast with Arvin and Bleco. One thing I'd like to point out is that uh, Crude and I have never done something on this level before. Our passion with Vainglory Esports and our conversations about it have always been, you know, been kept between us. Uh, now we get to share it with the community. That being said, we're open and encourage feedback about our episodes and what we can do to make the podcast a better listen. This podcast is for the community, so feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at TFR underscore esports. Next, I'd like to welcome $5 and his project that he started up this last weekend uh, called Vainglory Live Updates. Uh, his page will bring you fresh, fresh updates from Vainglory 8 matches. You know, if you're busy on the weekends and you can't catch a stream, uh, follow him on Twitter, and then you can find out how each match is going. He'll tweet the drafts, he'll tweet when aces happen, and he'll, he'll give you all the updates from, uh, minute by minute. So uh, we're looking forward to growing his project, and uh, you can follow his page at TFR underscore VG Live. If you haven't already listened to part one of episode three of A Time for Rolling, uh, make sure you take a listen because part two will be released on Friday. This episode, you get the important life answers from Fuji, Sui, and Adrin, such as whether they drink the milk. Uh, out of their cereal bowl in the morning. Uh, you can keep up with their project at Time for Rolling. Uh, I hope you enjoy our midweek episode as we break down the upcoming Bangalore 8. That is one trade. T-Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to lost Boytov. Surrey strike. It's not oh. enough. It goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's going to get two. Lost Boytov. Oh, lost Boytov. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lifts two. Hey, welcome back, guys. It's Endless55. I'm joined here with Crude Sloth. Are you, uh, you excited for this upcoming weekend? Oh, I can't wait. Last weekend was a blast. I'm ready for another action-packed weekend this weekend. Yeah, so let's like review the points real quick so we can just kind of remind ourselves where uh, everyone stands. So um, for EU right now, we got uh, Cyclones at the top with 8, Team Secret with 7, SK with 4, Denial with 3, G2 with 1, Rising Lotus, Fnatic, and Mouse Sports, all with zero. And then for NA, we have Team Solo Mid with eight, Gangsters with six, Cloud9 with five, Rogue with two, Hammers with one, Echo Fox, Immortals, and Misfits, all with zero. So that, that bottom half of NA, there's definitely going to be some big movement this upcoming weekend. Yeah, a lot of teams got a lot to fight for for this, for this uh, upcoming weekend here. Yeah, so let's uh, review EU real quick and just... Quickly go through these matches. We're not going to spend as much time as we are in NA, but uh, match one is Mouse Sports versus SK Gaming. I was kind of happy with Cavalifars, you know, last weekend. He, I think he was pretty happy, too, with how they did. Yeah, um, I'm excited to watch SK Gaming against Mouse Sports. Maybe Mouse Sports will be able to get their stuff together, and um, they'll be able to, to show out a little bit better this weekend. Yeah, they kind of struggled against Team Secret last week, so I think SK will take that one, and do you agree you think SK will take that? I think so, yeah. I think they'll take that one. Uh, we got match two. We got G two versus Denial Esports. Um, I think I think I'm gonna take Denial on this one. Yeah, I think they 
them and Cyclone, they went back and forth. Yeah, and you really cy- good match. Yeah, Cyclone's on top right now, so I think Denial's, they're the real deal, so I think they also take that match against G2. Um, we didn't get to see the matches for G2 last week, so hopefully we'll be able to get to see them and see uh, Dark Potato and his team kind of show out. Um, but match three, I think, will be another exciting one, because that's Rising Lotus and Cyclone, and you know, Rising Lotus, they went toe-to-toe with Denial, so... Yep. Um, I, I think the number one team, Cyclone, I think Waldemar, he's going to he's gonna show out, and I think they'll win that match. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that one. I actually don't even think it'll be that close, but all right, all right. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, match four, we got Team Secret versus Fnatic. Um, I'm excited about this one. Team Secret, obviously, Leon. Uh, he's deadly. Are you going to stick with your boys, Tetno and... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I can't talk about it. I, I, I hope they can figure it out, but man, it hasn't been good starting out with them so far. Yeah, I think uh, Team Secret, if they get their roster back, if they get Tricky there and Just Man and Leon, I mean, who knows what Leon will play. You know, we've seen them roam. We've seen them, you know, do everything. So, I mean, I'd like to see that rematch of Team Secret and Cyclone. I think Team Secret would like to see it too so they can get some serious drafts and hopefully more a more serious game. Not that the championship last week or the finals last week was not serious. So who do you think is going to take it home for EU this week? Uh, I think it's going to be a much more dominant performance by Team Secret. I think uh, with Tricky hopefully getting back, we're not sure yet if he's playing. Hopefully they got everything resolved. But I think that roster will get back together, and I think Team Secret's definitely going to take it. Who do you think is going to be playing? Do you think Cyclone's going to get back in there again? or uh, Do you think you got someone else? I'm not sure about the other end. I know Team Secret is for sure, but we'll have to see how SK does and see if... You know, if SK can get to that final matchup. I agree with you, though. I think I think Team Secret will be back in there. And um, I, I actually have to go with SK Gaming. I think I think they'll be up there as well fighting for that top part. So I think Team Secret's first matchup with Fnatic is going to be more of a uh, competition than it was with Mouse Sports. I think they'll have a little more yeah, of a, I can a struggle with that. with that. Yep. Last weekend was uh, really exciting for NA, and there was a lot of great matches. And um, Team Solo Mid, they really showed out and... Kind of show they're still maybe that top team in North America. They got those full eight points, so we'll see if they carry that into this upcoming weekend, or if you know Cloud Nine will bounce back and retain that uh, top spot. So, do you want to break down the matches for day one? Yeah. So for match one, we got Echo Fox going up against Immortals. Uh, for match two, we got Hammers going up against Rogue. Match three will be Misfits against Gangstars, and then match four we got C Nine versus TSM. Yeah, so let's look at match one and kind of break down the players we're looking out for and kind of make a prediction with how we think it's going to go. So uh, Echo Fox versus Immortals, I'm really torn between it just because of the performance Immortals had. Um, Echo Fox, you know, they lost 0-2, so they didn't get any points last weekend, but I, they still had a pretty good outing. They, they had some promising things. Um, it's a battle of the coaches with... Fuji and Sweet Generous, so I'm excited to see what both these coaches can do behind the scenes. Um, I'm gonna have to give the edge to Echo. I really hope Lone uh, Lone Delphi gets that uh, Idris out because yeah. when he played him. I was he was he's really talented with him, and I think he's a strong hero right now. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking out for D'Anzio. Um, I, I'm kind of curious to see what he's gonna be able to do if he's gonna be able to get back on track and kind of you know that, that that strong carry that we've seen before with him. Um, but I'm also going to go with Echo Fox. I'm going to give them the slight edge. Um, yeah, I, I just think we, with Immortals, we've always seen this exciting play come out from them and just how strong Aloha and 
and Zio are together. And they were just very timid last weekend, and I just didn't really see that, like, push with them. So I'm hoping that, you know, Zio will get some energy back in him and they can, you know, possibly make a run. But, yeah, I think we we agree, and we think Echo's going to take that first that first match. Yeah, I think so. So for match two, though, um, like, it's the Hammers versus Rogue. Um, we watched Hammy last week. He uh, he he was pretty much boss mode most most of the day. Yeah, towards the end of the weekend on Sunday, he kind of ran into some connection issues. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It seemed like the team just kind of had a bad outing against Gangstars to end that in their uh, in their weekend. But I mean, Hammers honestly, they didn't have the greatest outing either. They only got one point coming out of this last weekend. So I'm they're both these teams. I mean, especially Hammers, they're looking to make a run because they got to get some points this weekend to go into the next the next series so uh t tigers i think he will be the player to look out for for hammers and i mean oh sibs uh, he's my hammy used to be my boy but you know what sibs is starting to become the playmaker there yeah so who, who do you got going with this one um i'm gonna have to take hammers i just think they are they're getting their stuff together. They need to get points. Okay. I think I'm actually going to go with Rogue, which you were big on Rogue last week. I think you were picking them. But I, I think I'm going to switch over. I'm going to go with Rogue, too. They really uh, surprised me with what they did last week, even though they had some of that unfortunate MS. Yeah, I think it's kind of been nice to see them have a, a better matchup against Gangstars. I know they, they played really well, so I think it would have been uh, nice to see them have a better showing against them. But, yeah, that'll be a great uh, match, too. Um, but for match three... Uh, we got Misfits versus Gangstar. I mean, Gangstars took second. They lost to Team Solomon in the finals. And, I mean, Misfits, you know, they kind of always been people that you pick. You kind of really uh, saw some excitement from them early on with the preseason. Yeah, I'm excited to see what, what Illis and Eco and Kane can all do there. I, I, they had a, it was, I don't know, it was a rough showing that first match. Um, but I think, you know, with, with going back to that preseason invitational, they showed a lot. I think they'll come back stronger this week. Um, they got a tall order against Gangstars to go up against, but I, I think they can, I think they can do it. But we'll have to find out. Yeah, I mean King played. Uh, he played Gwen and Alpha last weekend, and I just, I don't know if those are his heroes that he liked. I don't think those are his heroes really to fall on. I don't know if they just had bad drafts or maybe try to pull out something that they're not really completely used to. But yeah, I think King's still definitely a player to look out for. Um, I really hope with Gangstars that Zeno can. Uh, keep that consistency going in the jungle. Um, we had talked about previously how you know Iraqi maybe put too much on his shoulders. Yeah, I think I think Zeno will have to have to take a little bit more of that. Um, maybe Rex can get on his Lyra, and that will really help them out as well this week. But or this weekend, we'll have to see who you got with match three. Then uh, I'm gonna have to go with Gangstars. I think that uh, Zeno Iraqi maybe they'll you know balance out this damage issue they had and not focus on Iraqi being the this hyper carry that wasn't really hyper carrying and you know get Zeno on a hero that he can kind of you know do some damage with and make some plays back to those takas maybe right yeah I mean, his taka play I was impressed with I mean even though his Samuel was the person he always went to um I'd be interested to see him pull that back out because he hasn't touched it what and about Kestrel I'd like to see that too he does pretty well with that I feel like yeah I mean those are his two fallbacks but I think they can uh they're going to be stronger if they can figure out this balance between Zeno and Iraqi I think I'm going to go with Gangstars, too. It's, it's tough for me, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with Gangstars just because they showed out really a lot last week, and they got they got that second place. So I'm going to go along with you. I'm going to say Gangstars. Yeah, I hope Misfits can you know maybe take a match from them and yeah. actually get a good draft out of it and have a good outing as well. But 
for uh, match four, we got this, the classic again. We got the C9 versus Team Solomid. That's the championship, right? Yeah. I mean, last, <laughs> last weekend we were watching that C9 versus TSM, and it ended. We were just like, oh, it's over. Like, crap, that wasn't the finals. It was no. just crazy back and forth games. These two teams, you know, they scrim all the time. Together. That's how they practice. So they're just used to drafting against each other. It's just mind games. I'm sure it's just crazy when they sit there and draft these games. But, I mean, who's your players to look out for on these two teams? I think it's going to be the captains. Um, it's, that's a pretty safe bet, but you know what? I, those guys are so crucial to their teams. Gabe Vizzle and Flash X, some of the plays they have to make. Um, I, I, think, I think those are the guys I want to watch out for, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, we kind of we gave the MVP to Flash last weekend, and um, it was between Flash and Gabe. We went back and forth, so... Yeah, th- those two definitely make the plays into the shot callers. I think my person I kind of want to look out for and I kind of expect more of is probably the old school. I think, you know, we gave that MVP to Best Chuck last weekend, so I kind of want old school to take that MVP this upcoming weekend and really get his laning phase back together. Um, but overall, obviously, I love Joseph and Von C. They're kind of those two um, crazy junglers that are aggressive and those Taka. They kind of just compete on who's better at Taka, who's better at alpha it's just it's a, those are always two fun players to watch so i'll be interested to see if Be- best chuck na gets that lyra again with that crystal in the lane and i, w- I want to see if if anyone's got a counter for it i want to see if people practice against it um i think it was a pretty strong pick in the lane yeah now that we've seen uh last weekend's vainglory eight and kind of what these teams pulled some stuff out it's gonna be interesting to see if these teams will start banning new heroes because you know we saw a lot of early on lyra and adagios being banned out so we'll see how, if things change within one week of scrims and practice. So that's going to be yeah. interesting to see. Um, but, you know, it kind of sucks we got a C9 TSM matchup so early on. But, you know, I think it may be good for the bottom half of NA for another team to make a run and get some points. Um, but So who are you going to pick? What's your final decision? Oh, man. You know, I think C9 is going to redeem themselves, and I think they're going to pull this one out. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree as much as we have. <laughs> That's crazy, though, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have no idea how it's going to go just because uh, last week I was, last weekend I was surprised that Team Zulamid did take it from C9. But yeah, I'm going to think C9 is going to have a much better showing this weekend, and I think they'll win that game. So moving on to day two, let's break down these semifinals. Um, the winner of match one versus the winner of match three. We actually picked the same people coming in this one. So we've got Echo versus Gangstars. Yep. So if this is what happens, let's think and look at what we expect from these teams to get this win. Okay, so for Echo Fox, I'm going to kind of break down some of their players on there. I think um, I, w- I would really like to see Lone Delphi on that Idris. That Idris? Idris? Idris. Idris. Okay. Let's go with that. Um, I think he's really good with that. I've, I've watched him play that before. We've all seen him play that before, and I think he does really well with that character. Another one would be Cole with that Lance. I think he, he's got really good impales and Githian walls. Um, I think those could be big plays for Echo Fox. Yeah, I mean, for uh, Mishi, I kind of want to see him get on a carry that he can make some plays with. Uh, last weekend on you know that Kestrel, he just really didn't do much. He didn't really get into the fights, so... Um, you know, whether he makes it to the semifinals or not, even on day one, you know, seeing him on a carry that he can kind of make some plays on. And then, like, you know, just have better team communication altogether and have, you know, Cole engaging when his team's ready to engage so Cole doesn't get chunked down so fast. Yep. And I think that's kind of important, you know, I guess for any day, not necessarily day two. But um, for Gangstars, um, Iraqi just not having so much pressure on him, you know. 
we saw last weekend him just trying to be that carry where Zeno was just his CC and extra crowd control for him and have Zeno deal the damage and, you know, use, use Zeno because he's got a talented jungle with him and, you know, get Zeno on someone that he can kind of play. So maybe, you know, Iraqi get out someone else besides Vox, you know, pull out a Celeste or another maybe crystal laner that can make some, you know, make it interesting. What about a Scarf? We haven't seen a Scarf yet. Yeah, I would be hyped to see a Scarf. I love Scarf. It is my favorite. And seeing a Scarf out there would be, would be so awesome. So yeah, going back to Zeno though, I mean earlier earlier in the day in their matches, Zeno he he was used. He had those Takas, both those Takas, weapon power and crystal. Um, he did really well on those. I think I would like to see maybe a Samuel or a Kestrel though come out there. I've seen I've watched him play you know on, our, on his streams. I've watched him do really well with those. Um, but yeah, I think and then for Wrecked, I think we both kind of agree we want to see uh, Lyra. Yeah, just Lyra. Period. Yep. There's really nothing else to explain. But if he does get on that Lyra, I get his whole, they don't pick up that fountain. He kind of prioritizes, like, a Storm Crown where he can poke and stay in the lane. And they just use his, his sigil, his A, in the beginning to really heal. So maybe get a fountain a little earlier to help in those team fights where Iraqi doesn't get melted. But, yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, you know, this kind of goes for either day. And these are just something we kind of want to look out for these teams. Um, for So who do you think's gonna who do you think's going to win if this is what the semifinal happens? I think it's going to be Gangstars. I think, you know, with them showing last week in that second place, I think they'll be back in the finals again. So, Yeah, I think Gangstars are going to take this one from Echo as well. And I think uh, Zeno, he's just my player to watch, and I hope they uh, hope they make it to the finals again. So for semifinal two, we got – or I'm going to I'm gonna take for the winner of match two, I'm going to take Rogue. Yep. Uh, I got hammers, so... Oh, you do have hammers? Yeah, so you, you can break down your rogue, and let's see if, if rogue's in this position, what do they have to do to be C9? Because we both got C9. I think they need a good draft. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, they don't always get to pick which who, who they want because of the bands, and that's kind of the whole draft process. But I think an ideal draft for them would be Hammy. I, I've seen Hammy play Celeste before. Um, he's really good with that Celeste. Um, maybe do like a, a triple a triple stun comp. So if you could get like Sibs on like a Kroll, I think that would be great. And then like an Evol, Evol on a Finn, I think all three of those together, if they could get that, obviously, you know, they can't, it, it's not 100%, but they can try to get that comp. So yeah, you I never think know be... what's going to happen with draft and how that may change. But, I mean, if Rogue does get to that semi, that'd be just crazy to see them pull something outrageous out of their hat and try to throw up C9 and, you know, Take a game or two from them, but um, for me, I got hammers, so I kind of am hoping for hammers to make a run this upcoming weekend. Um, really, my player to watch is just it's just T Tigers. I think starting all over, he struggled last weekend. You know, I think his positioning wasn't as strong as it normally is. I think he kind of needs to rotate and position himself around Chicken, and you know, Chicken's there to make the plays and keep his team alive. I just think starting needs to you know take a step back use his team for an advantage, and kind of really, um, you know, do what he normally does. He's, he's an exciting laner, so I really hope he can kind of go back to what he used to do. I think, yeah, I mean, starting all over, he got, I think he was a little cocky there with those first two Viz pros. I mean, props to him. He, he did, they did get second to C9, but I think, like what you said, they do just need to take a step back and kind of realize, and I, I think they'll be just fine, so. Yeah, I mean... V or Vanglory Eight, you know, it's a little different than just the Viz Pros. People are getting points, you know, it's more serious. So, um, but getting T Tigers on, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan of Utility Glaive, and I get the whole 
uh, the knockbacks and getting the positioning right. But, you know, getting T-Tigers on that, like Kashka or on, you know, another um, jungler who's really strong, I just think it's fun to watch T-Tigers absolutely go to town because his mechanics are just outrageous. He's one of the most mechanically skilled people out there. So, I mean, that's all hypothetical. They can do that during game one. So if they get to game two, that's what I expect. Um, but we both got C9, so what are you kind of looking out for C9 throughout you know the whole weekend in general? I'm going to be kind of watching Gabe, I think. And, um, I mean, what captain can he not play? So maybe, maybe... What if he pulls out a Vox room? Yes. What do you What do you think about that? We've seen We've him. We've seen it do it before. It was a long time ago. He did this Vox roam where he would just resonance and you know dash around, and he they paired it up with Adagio, and they just buffed him, and he was just he was mowing people down as this roam Vox. It was insane. So, I mean, I want to see him just pull out Arden again because you know he's got that theme of. I don't know where how I do my gauntlets. I just pick a point on the map and yell YOLO and go for it. They're unbelievable. Which he <laughs> somehow gets, you know, double stun off of it. And the, he just separates the team and really that's how he sets up those plays for um, old school. And I love Joseph to really make those plays. But, you know, old school, I kind of want him to see, I want to see him get Adagio. And it's spanned so much when you play against o, or old school. He just, you know, he's so strong with him. And, of course, I love Joseph. You get him on his Taka or Alpha. I think either of those are strong for him. So I think those are the heroes that people are going to have to ban for them, and those are the ones that kind of have to uh, keep away from them because if, if they keep getting these strong heroes, I think uh, Cloud9 is going to make the run to the finals, and that's who I have winning either. No matter who the matchup is, I got Cloud9 winning it. I have Cloud9 as well. So, so I mean, I think we have the exact same finals in this week. We got uh, Cloud9 versus Gangstars. Yep. Um, I think, you know, just with Gangstars, they'll get back to that second place again. I think I got C9 winning it at all. Um, I think they'll they'll rebound from last weekend and take it home. Yeah, I think um, regardless of what Gangstars may do, I hope they draft a better comp game one and not pull out a grump jaw that <laughs> doesn't really work out. And Well, what if they practice this week and they get yeah. much better with the grump jaw? That's what I'm excited for, like we mentioned, is just if what's going to change in one week based off of what worked in the first Bangalore 8 weekend. And, you know, it's going to be just crazy to think how players adapt and what happens over this week, week with scrims and all that kind of stuff. So um, I think C9 takes this too. Um, I think it's going to be a good outing for them. But, I mean, seeing Gangstars hopefully in the finals again for two week, two the first two weeks in a row, you know, that's going to be really strong for them. So, I mean, who do you... I think our match to watch is the very first... We have the same one. Yeah, the very first day, you know, Cloud9 versus Team Silamid. Got the classic matchup. I mean, that's going to really pave the path for who gets the finals, honestly. Because yep. if TSM takes that match and we're wrong with Cloud9, you know, bouncing back... I think we're going to see TSM, maybe a TSM Gangstars final again. That would be crazy. It's it's unfortunate kind of that TSM and Cloud9 have to play each other in the beginning. I was hoping to see that a little bit later, but maybe in my mind I can just treat it as the championship. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be as exciting as the championship will yep. be. Um, but you're you're most likely to be upset to lose first round maybe when they shouldn't. Who do you got for that? I have Immortals, and I think with good reasoning. Um, I, I, I like we've talked, they're all great players, but I for some reason, that synergy is just not there, in my opinion. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I'm hope, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they can get back on the train, but we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean, I I also have Immortals just because I know I was I picked them early last weekend, and I was just really hoping Zio and you know Aloha come back. But 
Um, I think Echo Fox with Fuji behind them, they're gonna they're gonna pick up that first day match and possibly make a run. But I mean, my team to make a run, my team most likely to make a run, I'm gonna go with Hammers just because I uh, I think they need to get some points. Like they've got to get some points under their belt. They can't be walking away from weekend two with only you know two points or even just sticking with one if they don't if they don't win against Rogue. But I think they may make a run if they. Uh, Maybe even take a game from Cloud9 and get some points under their belt. I think my most likely to make a run is going to be Misfits. Um, they're going up against the Gangstars that first match. I think if, if Gangstars tries to pull out what they did with that first comp in the championship from last week, um, I think Misfits can kind of do what TSM did and kind of go around that. Um, we'll have to see, though. I, I would like to see Misfits make a run. They, they don't have any points, and I would like to see them do a little bit better for themselves. Yeah, I mean, hopefully... Hopefully we can balance out NA a little bit. EU's a little more balanced out with the points. I know the bottom half of NA's got a lot of zeros and just yeah. people that didn't maybe play as well as they expected. So hopefully we get a lot more, you know, game threes. Game threes, yeah. Yeah, we get a lot more exciting games. But um, this weekend's going to be crazy. Uh, starting off with EU and, you know, going into NA, I think we're excited for just some different stuff happening. I know, you know, last year when the, during these times, you know, one week into the next, things change and... You know, hopefully we don't see this dominant one team that continually just, you know, win all the matches. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. I think it's going to be another crazy weekend of Vanglory. Looking for maybe some upsets. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm just excited to see these teams that don't have any points uh, change some stuff over this course of this week that's been going on, and I'm sure they've been practicing a lot. But yeah, Groot, I think that uh, pretty much ends it for this episode. We kind of wanted to put out a midweek episode reviewing this upcoming weekend, get you guys hyped for this weekend. But, uh, yeah, that's all we have. We'll see you later. I hope you enjoyed this episode. One last thing real quick before we end this episode. Uh, this week, Odds, who was previously the analyst of Rogue, decided to leave and accept a coaching position over an EU with Cyclone. Cyclone, of course, had a successful first weekend. They took the top spot over team, uh, team Secret. I thought it was an interesting move, so I decided to reach out to Odds and I was lucky enough to get a statement from him about the what attracted him to EU scene and particularly to uh, Team Cyclone. So our, we had a quick conversation, and to summarize the beginning, he said that the EU competitive scene for Bangalore has always had some really talented mechanical players. In his opinion, they always have lacked the presence in drafting and the macro objective play style. Um, so he said that he heard about the Cyclone was looking for a head coach position. He started looking deeper into the EU scene and looking at the rosters and really looking at the, the raw talent they had. So, you know, he thought it was a great opportunity to transition from an analyst over here in NA and to try out his this position as a coach. But uh, back to what Odd said about EU maybe lacking a presence in their drafting style, uh, I think that is something that Flash X had always mentioned before in the past, that NA has always... Uh, been stronger at the drafting phase and you know that's kind of where you can win some of these matchups if you can outdraft your opponent so it uh, sounds like odds thinks he can take that skill he has of the knowledge of the game and uh, get some players that are mechanically skilled and really just form a, a solid team over there in eu one last thing from odds to wrap this episode up he says quote week one of vanglory 8 was a great showing of their raw talent and i'm excited to take the journey with cyclone to help them reach their full potential as a team so it sounds like Odds is really exciting. Uh, Odds, of course, also is involved in a lot of other things within the community. He's actually behind the API Vein Social. I have been testing out the Alpha and is using, and I'm using it to look at the stats from the professional players. It's kind of fun to see what heroes they're trying out in the new metas and you know testing out maybe these unknown like OP comps. So 
to keep up with odds and the project he's running, you can follow them over on Twitter at Vane Social. Uh, I know Rogue is probably disappointed that odds had to leave the team, and you know us on the NA side are sad to see him move over to EU, but we wish nothing for the best for odds, and I hope he has a successful uh, coaching career over on EU with Team Cyclone. That wraps up episode four, and Crude and I will see you at uh, the beginning of the week on Monday when we recap Vainglory 8's second weekend. I hope you guys enjoy a weekend full of Vainglory, and until next time. Time for rolling 